Support for Kyle's Valheim Bulletin is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. If you're like me and you spend your time slaying trolls with terribly unkempt bottom hair in Valheim, you know the importance of a good lawn mowing. And I gotta say, they sent me one of their amazing new lawnmower 4.0s, and I am blown away. Highly recommend it. Why don't you join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer just for you? That's right, you get 20% off and free shipping with the code KVB at manscaped.com. And just in time, Manscaped launched their fourth generation trimmer, the lawnmower 4.0. You heard it right, 4.0. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using code KVB, like Kyle's Valheim Bulletin. Unlock your confidence with the new lawnmower 4.0 from Manscaped. Hello, everybody. Kyle here. Welcome back to my Valheim Bulletin. This week, I'm joined by my co-host, Space Unicorn, a.k.a. Amethyst. Amethyst, welcome to the show. Good to have you. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So we game all the time, like literally every night, almost every day of the week for probably like four plus hours a day. Uh, making you probably, you and Mac, the, the people I spend the most time with in, in, in the, this COVID world where we especially never oh, talk to people in person. Reality. Yeah, online, away from reality. We are just gaming away. We've been doing a lot of seven days to die. But I told folks last week that we'd sit down and record some Valheim. We were the, the, the pod. It was me, you, Vass, and Mac that built a server right off the bat a couple that's about when it started to pick itself up in the press cycle um we did that that's where we built a really big one that is now a lag factory because we did too much terraforming so uh, when it comes to the base building space you have a little bit of experience more than i do i actually have done very very little building here when you went about building your setup, what do you find kind of to be most important? Because you've got a nice farm. Uh, it's it's low on the lag, which means when you look at your instance count, I think you're in like the 7,000 range. Want to give folks a little bit of like a heads up how you prioritize that sort of stuff? Yeah, so uh, when I built my first, uh, the, the, the base that's up in the mountain zone, uh, I presume you're talking about, um, I tried yeah. not to modify the ground nearly as much. And this is pre-terrain modification fix that came out last month. So I don't know how that's going to play in it. But I tried not to modify the existing ground so that when it loaded in, my build was added on top of it rather than cut into the mountain so much. That and then sense. I tried not to use so much storage. Ooh. So, oh, Really only kept up there, let's see, we were using, um, it was in the plains and the mountains and the swamp on a corner. So we were working with the black metal and the, not much iron, but the the farm items from the plains were up there because you have to grow them in that in that biome. Right. We wanted to, what, advance and our so food or something, huh? Eat on site, we didn't want to keep up there. And anything that could be traveled through portal, we kept at the main base that was the the lag situation but uh that way i thought the less items you had at the base 
that might have something to do with it. So rather than making a big storeroom for everything in one location, I kept most of that off-site. And then I didn't put doubles of things, you know, rather than putting down two furnaces, put down one furnace and one blast furnace, rather than putting down a few um, of the, the coal furnaces. Mm-hmm. I only put down one, I think, and tried to just keep it loaded whenever I went by instead of mass producing everything and overloading the area. So For that's sure. Good. That's, a, that's a very good explanation about the item count there. I've, we don't... F- I've not seen anything, I'm not sure if you have, that's confirmed for sure that lag is attributed to how many items are in storage there. But from what I've heard of a lot of video gaming and and the coding behind it, that can be pretty detrimental. So I I can't connect those dots personally, but I I think that's a really smart thing to be wary of. Uh, I know in our first city we built, the one, the lag factory one, we had quadruplicate, I think, of many of the chests. We actually had four for most of them, you know, if if we could, or we'd subdivide some of those. But we were building them in this massive storage area uh, that, again, when you walk into that part of the hall, I feel like there was an FPS hit when you just went near those chest walls. I don't know if you noticed that on your side or not, but... Mm. I didn't like it. Yeah. Well, you you were also running the server, which you got more of a dip. That's true. So you would notice it more than I did. I think if we were running a dedicated server, your experience for in town would have mirrored the rest of ours, which was still laggy. And and the graphics were very glitchy as well. <clears throat> when you'd run into town, the old terrain would load in and you could see part of a hill taking out half of a building and then vegetation everywhere that hadn't been removed either, and then it would start to remove itself. And so that's how I noticed when the when the boats would get themselves damaged and taken out, you could see that they were sitting on top of like partial land, and then when you got closer and the screen, the town finished loading, they would be in the water where they were supposed to be in the dock because we, we cut the docks in. And supposedly that has been fixed. I haven't been on to confirm it because we haven't been back to the main town and and my worlds I built to avoid that. Mm -hmm. Like everything I was building was trying to avoid removing something. Like don't park your boat where I made a cutout because when I return, that cutout might not be there before the boat's there, if that makes sense. Sure. And then the boat's taking damage for a few seconds before it, it hits the water. And if you do that too many times, the boat would end up being killed and supposedly that's fixed i'd like to i'd like to confirm that and find that out but they did change the load order the prioritization of how the land modifications load yeah i mentioned that very quickly for anyone that got to go back and listen to the uh previous episode i i went over just very very briefly uh touching on some of the more recent changes there have not been a ton of updates and that's okay we know that they have a roadmap coming they have been teasing some of the content. I, I think we've got some Raven-themed items coming in uh, for the next one. I think there was, if you can remember, the dragon head that you can put on the outside of your, your houses for the aesthetic, um, that wooden carving. I think they showed off a Raven one and some other cool-looking stuff. But I, I really am looking forward to that one, too. I think this game is going to thrive on having serious furnishings for building up cities. And again, hopefully they get the the FPS problems sorted so people can build thorough towns without noticing a terrible dip like I did. 
I think you pointed out yeah. something very well in saying that I was running it on my side, uh, which is true. We didn't do a dedicated server, and that is because we binged it so fast that we got to the end game and went, now what? <laughs> so that's I think when I think we took our, our break. Didn't even bother the dedicated time. I do think we, we went through, what, 100 hours in the first couple of weeks yeah. and our first few weeks. Let me see. What am I? Because I've not really clocked anything. I have 186 hours in here. To be fair, there were nights that I left the server on. Not that often. Uh, I got worried. My graphics card, I don't think I ever told you, my graphics card was making a weird sound when playing Valheim. Uh, I think it was like spinning up faster than maybe other games make it or what whatever was happening i think it's fan was sitting at like a, a stage or speed that it just didn't agree with and so i would audibly notice it and i hear it in none of our other games not that we're huge you know fps pushers in those but still i i don't know i got worried about leaving it on all night long so that only happened once or twice uh, yeah. And some of the news we've been looking at, I am in love. This is something that could really pull me back really, really quickly. You've seen this mod here, Valheim Legends. For the folks out there at home, definitely do yourself a favor and look this up. I so want to play it. Basically, it adds 12 hero classes to the game. There's some articles out there that say six, but I'm looking at the actual Nexus page right now so you can get this Nexus mods. Uh, and it's looking, you, you get 12 different classes, which means you take an offering to the shrine area, and then based on what item you donate, you can pick a type. Uh, things like mages, druids, shamans, rangers, monks, rogue, priest, metavoker, enchanter, duelist, berserker, valkyrie. I think I listed them all there. Uh, they are very, very interesting looking. Each one of them has three unique spells to that class. I'm going to call them spells. Some of them are, uh, so I guess they're listed as buffs or attacks. Did you see space? Look at that one under the ranger. You can actually summon a wolf pet. Look at that. See, summon a wolf for a limited time that is more durable, but less damaging than normal wolf pets. I like number two for the druid, the root defender. I watched this on YouTube. Summon friendly roots that and creatures to defend the druid. I don't know about creatures, but I saw it was the roots from the vine boss, and three of them popped right. up around the target. They used it on a troll, and it was just smacking at the trolls. Uh, if it wasn't a troll, I think it would have killed it. He He ended up killing all three of them, but yeah. I mean, they were pretty awesome. I like the idea that, especially if you're a newer player, Having something like a root defender where you can have those vines, that would take some of the pressure off you. Any of these stand out, by the way, that you're really interested in? See, they got a they got a monk class for the unarmed players. Mm-hmm. So I, I know that uh, that's a way that some like to, to play the games. That's true. They got a size strike, an unarmed attack. So powerful, it creates a shockwave. So maybe a little bit of an AOE going on there. Sounds fancy. Yeah. Flying maybe AOE with that. I, I, I got a little speed. bit of their flair earlier when I was watching that video. I got a little bit of a vibe. They seem to do a lot of AOE stuff and, and the flying kick there, that leap. I saw them do a charge. I think it was at the Valkyrie or something. Pretty cool. What's and then that? you have your healer. You have a priest for healing class. Oh, so but one sec before that. that I like that monk. They have a side bolt at the end. 
attack by throwing a bolt of condensed energy. I don't know. Find you that can neat. shoot lightning. Yeah. So the priesty poo here, this one heals. They got a powerful heal that can be channeled to produce increasingly effective waves of healing. Okay. So like it's static sounding. That's kind of cool. Sanctify calls a might hammer to fall from the sky, crushing everything with a fiery impact. You got your purge, an attack heal that emits a burst of energy that heals allies and burns enemies. I love it. I love that they finally introduced or someone has introduced healing into the game. I felt that was lacking. The Druid also has a healing. Mm -hmm. It has a uh, heal, regeneration. Heal causes the caster and all nearby enemies to quickly regenerate health for a short period of time. That's the one that also has those roots that you were talking about earlier. Right. Some of the friendly roots and creatures to defend you. Uh, when and I had... also you can do the... Uh, the divine projectiles from that same boss i'm assuming now that uh, was the one was... that wasn't working when i watched someone on youtube that's what's gonna like chime in i i assume it's working now because when that was recorded they didn't have 12 classes it was six in that video so fingers crossed it's fixed but i couldn't see it at the time yeah but to your point i think it is from that boss too hmm I gotta say, I really like it. They've got rogues in here if you're interested in backstabbing and using poison bombs. Uh, there's a little bit of everything. Metavoker in here can throw a bolt of light that follows the caster, can be launched a projectile. Uh, there's duelists, which have some sort of fire projectile from a concealed weapon. I like it. I think it's got a little bit of every or something from everyone. Uh, if you've got a unique team of players with you, especially, this could be really great. I like the shaman in here. If you've got someone that's not the best at triggering a ton of attacks, that shaman might be a good one because they're like buff oriented. Well, they also have the skills, the the six new skills. Discipline, oh, abjuration, alteration, conjuration, and evocation. So I'm not sure how those go into uh into it. This looks really neat though. We should definitely give this a try and I see how this works yes i want to play this so your point is a great one i saw that mentioned and i didn't understand the connection yeah so there's all those different skills that you can level up i heard you can change them in your config files so if you're a modder out there and want to do that that's in your backyard uh, or uh, just anyone you don't even have to it's just a, a number value so i'm looking over this stuff it looks really really cool yeah this this seems to add something that we've been missing um mm -hmm. the I know the game's in, in development, you know, stage. What are we in alpha? Or, yep, I think it is. And um, so you don't really have a skill tree. You don't really have much of a leveling system yet. Um, you have your bosses to go fight. But once you're done with that, you don't have much to do but build yourself a spa resort or uh, the luge. Somebody built a nice luge for, uh, for the raft. That was pretty awesome if you haven't seen that. So adding something like this, this mod that gives us 12 different ways you can play uh, new skills to unlock, that gives another element that uh, could give us a lot more playtime and something to do while we're waiting for the base game itself to further develop and see what they come up with. But This legend sounds really interesting. Agreed. I, I, I like... It, Sorry, continue. It's, uh, it's as recent as two days ago for its most recent update, oh. so... That's uh, to speak to earlier. You were saying some things didn't work, and they might now. That it, it it is uh, forty eight hours new. So nice. That's very good. Uh, I I was just wondering, curious to hear your thoughts on this. But 
I, for me, I feel like most urgently in Valheim, I could use new enemies to feel challenged by. Uh, but I'd be curious, is there something that you feel that would urgently bring you back to the game? Because we know we have a housing update coming next, and I admit I am excited for that. But I'm also a little worried, is housing going to be enough to bring me back? What would you, what do you find you need to sink your teeth into next? I would say, I would say the enemies for me as well. Um, in In some of the games like this that I've played, the most common thing that I need is a goal to work towards, mm -hmm. uh, something that recurs. In Valheim, they have uh, the swamp uh, comes alive or the forest comes alive or whichever one that is. Um, the ground is shaking when trolls show up. And that seems to be you know a random occurrence that you have to deal with. And something like that to deal with every once in a while is uh, gives me something to go do. But the there's only so many types of enemies and they do have different stars, so they do get a little harder and, and whatnot. But it got a bit bland. Mm -hmm. So my favorite spot to to fight enemies was that mountain resort house thing that we made that I made. Right. Uh, we start. I started talking about at the beginning, and the reason I liked that so much is because you had the planes and goblins would show up, and locks would show up, and if you pissed them off, they might want to charge the house, and that's kind of fun. You also have to deal with trolls. Will walk up from the dark forest because it borders a dark forest. Occasionally, you'd get something coming off the side of the mountain, but not very often because we were a little further away. And then you had to deal with the gray dwarves all the time, too. But you had all of the different types of mobs would converge on one point. Yeah. That, that was fun, fun because of the, the, vari the, the variation. And occasionally, they'd go fight each other. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't bother them at all and they didn't notice you, they'd totally fight each other. So uh, that added a different, I don't know, dimension to the combat or something. It, it, it changed... It wasn't, um, I don't know, it became bland. It became stale. Mm -hmm. uh, there's just not a lot different uh, variation. You have your skeletons, you have your, your gray dwarfs, you have your trolls, you have your uh, goblins, and you have your deskitos that you have to deal with in that area where we were. But some, something new and something different. I definitely feel Growing from... Of, of some of them. Mm-hmm. That might be interesting. We we see that a lot when we're playing Seven Days to Die, right? That's one of the mechanics. You can be building your base and then uh, a roving pack of zombies or now that we've modded that game we, we've got it going with a fallout mod which is just gorgeously combined together that's such a perfect marriage but even now we got super mutant waves that are spawning in and they'll they'll just be these big old hordes walking through it adds something to the game it makes the environment feel alive i i do have to compliment valheim right off the bat that I feel like the nature is active when you go into the woods and, and definitely keeping aside that, you know, this is a very, very, very early access game, but I would like to see more diversity in the creatures that we run into because one thing, and, and this is just a, I, I'm shy of games like no man's sky where it's infinite RNG stuff. Like you can just go forever, but it's always going to be RNG. So you're going to have very little points of interest because it's just re-rolled randomness. And I start to feel a li little bit like that in Valheim at times, because we're going through the woods, and it's the same random woods over and over and over again. Seven Days to Die struggled with that in its early days, where it just felt um, 
a little pointless almost. You'd just be going, 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 same bush, same bush, same tree, same tree. And as the game grew and as they developed, that has almost, in my opinion, doesn't feel like a thing at all anymore. And I really look forward to the time that either modders can get us some new creatures, which I think would be a really cool option, um, or or the day that the, just the modding team, the Iron Gate Studios, that they just dump a bunch more mobs and points of interest in. I want to feel like we're finding something unique in our journeys out there. Did points you... of interest would be would be interesting. So if you're going along in the forest, sometimes you'll come across an unused altar. And it's mm -hmm. not, it's the altar uh, that, from what I could tell, I found a bunch of deer altars in, in the, the basic starting area. I would run across them from time to time. And it tells you you got to hunt the kin. But it doesn't, it's not for summoning the end guy. They're the, they're the first level boss, I mean. Mm -hmm. And so I was hoping that uh, at some point, these those other points of interest that are in there could become active with more of a thing. And it seems that perhaps this Legends mod where you you have to use an item at the altar. I'm wondering if they mean the minor altars or if they mean the larger spawn point. I saw something saying you take it to the Ekthir or whatever the name is, altar. And they have yeah. a list somewhere. Um, but I had a thought of what you mentioned there a second ago. I, I don't know this for sure. I never confirmed it. But I heard that those little ones with the deer and stuff around them, that that actually is like a summoning point or a re like a higher regen respawn point for the deer. So if you kind of camp one of those areas, you have a really good chance of getting good game and good meat out of that. Same with the boars, too, I believe. Yeah, I believe so. It, and when you check that those altars, they will tell you to, to hunt the deer. Mm -hmm. If you check the deer altar, you know, it tells mm -hmm. you to hunt the deer. And so then having deer around that area would make sense. And it seems to be that it's mainly, it, the purpose of that is mainly just to, you know, inform you of, of, of moving on to the, to the actual altar use with the deer to summon uh, Ekathir. Yeah, I guess so, huh? It's just kind of a pointing pathway there. Um, it could definitely use more in, in terms of just what we stumble upon. Again, I, I'm going to be we're going to be giving information with a caveat that we understand that it's in early access for a very, very, very long time. So pardon me. I'll try not to say it every two minutes. Uh, but I do. I really, really, really understand what stage they're in. And I know that they didn't expect a, so many eyes on the project at once. We're all sitting here drooling for new content and they are, you know, barely able to uh just keep up with the demand it's it's an amazing yeah. thing to be in here and enjoying it in such an early stage uh i i like we said 100 and some hours 180 hours were logged in the first week or so that we were playing it is an insane testament to their skill and as we were kind of touching on there are really cool projects out there in the community. If you're not already watching the Reddit, um, the, the reddit.com or Reddit Valheim one, it has some really cool stuff. Uh, one of them that got a lot of actual press by Screen Rant and stuff is this concealed jacuzzi being the perfect rest for a weary Viking. And it's, it's really great looking. I mean, people are doing amazing jobs. I yearn for the day that we can do a bigger village and not suffer the FPS penalty. Maybe that change to the ground has done that a bit. I think you and I and Mac and friends need to install that Legends one and just go in and see if we can dork around, see if we can play with some of the 
retraining tools. But I'd like to also see what other mods are out there that can give us some new spice of life. Don't know if right. there's anything that somebody might have been working on um, the the mobs, mm -hmm. the different creatures and stuff for battle. We could look into that as well and see what's what's been available. That's uh, one of the nice things about this is that while we're waiting for uh, Iron Gate to make their next moves, we're able to, as a community, you know, continue to to do our own thing. And it seems that people are really really happy to keep building these just amazing places and and. Yeah. Uh, and cool locations, finding out what they can and can't do with the, with the available building systems. So, Well, before we wrap this episode up, I will share one thing and just share the idea of it, because I, I haven't tested this, of course. But I'm finding one called RRR Monsters. And it says in its description that it adds new enemies to the game with more to come in future updates. They've currently got one completely new enemy with custom assets and attacks. Three reskinned Valheim enemies with new slash modified attacks. Hey, I combining this with a mod that gives us more combat abilities, I do think that would give me more to do. I've also got a hope too ingrained with the housing stuff. Valheim's already really good at this already, but I am hoping that with the new housing items that encourages us to go out there and farm mobs, actually do stuff, you know, go and and be part of the game to do the housing. Be part of the combat and all that system. So fingers crossed. I think I'm going to leave it for there this week. What do you say, space slash amethyst? I'm sorry, I'm never going to get used to that. I apologize. It's okay. <laughs> um, if you guys want to come hang out with us, you're more than welcome to. We are in Gilded all the time. Uh, Gilded.gg forward slash RPN. Stands for Revelator Podcast Network. And we are gaming in the evening, seven days to die. If you love your survival games like Valheim. Uh, also, we got that uh, some cool stuff coming up here. Uh, Valheim's locked down a sponsor, which I can tell everyone about probably in the next episode. We've got... Oh, away. If you're interested in our Chaos and Shadow show, our refer.fm link has gotten set up. So refer.fm forward slash chaos, and you can share the show with friends to get a free subscription to the website. We've got other goodies coming along the way, and one unique to this show as well. So stay tuned for that. Go over to revelatornetwork.com for all your other goodies. That's where you can become a member. Subscribe. And if we get some subscribers up there from Valheim, let me know if you are. Uh, I'd love to host a dedicated server. I really would. I think that'd be super duper fun to have everyone jump in here together and, and do some serious game time. That would definitely get me motivated. I don't know about you, Space, but I could clock some serious hours. Trying out some of these mods would be a great idea, too. Like this, uh, these monsters and these skills. But, uh... That has my interest peaked for sure. Indeed. Well, everyone out there, stay tuned. We'll have more information for you. Get some new episodes up here on the show. Great to have you, Space. It's wonderful to sit down and chat about all this good stuff. I love talking uh, Valheim with you. We do it enough already. So it's about time we recorded it. I was teasing it to people in the last episode. So I'm very, very, very happy to do this. Uh, folks out there, you stay very safe. It's still a crazy time in the world. So uh, thank you again, Space. Look forward to talking to you next week with this. Everyone out there, bye-bye. Are you enjoying listening to the Revelator Podcast Network? Support this show and others by going to revelatornetwork.com. We've got five shows and growing with Chaos and Shadow, Pagan's Witchy Corner, Kyle's Communist Book Club, Kyle's Valheim Bulletin, and Stellaris Emergency Broadcast. 
we've got something covered for the occult lovers, the gamers, and soon to be many, many more. Make sure you subscribe to that blog while you're there. Don't miss out on our newsletter if you become a member. We're doing ad-free feeds, bonus audio episodes, member badges, and roles on our exclusive Gilded server. Find everything you need at revelatornetwork.com.